Hello, welcome to episode three, and my goodness, this Brighton game. Uh, horrendous is probably being kind, I would say. Uh, no idea what to make of this. It, the, the players weren't playing for Pochettino at all. They weren't playing for the shirt, they weren't playing for the fans. Uh, it looks like they've downed tools and just given up. So, where we go from here, I do not know. Uh, Generally, when the players don't play for the manager, there's only one way that happens, and the manager is then shown the door or leaves. Uh, hopefully that doesn't happen, but I can't see anything else. Uh, it was a horrendous game, and I was going to do the, the, this podcast, this episode, after the game, but I've been in a bad mood all day, so I thought best to calm down and wait until Sunday. Uh, so yeah, so this isn't going to be a happy one either. So I honestly don't know where to start with this. I mean, there's, just, I mean, match of the day will rip into those players, and quite rightly. After the buying game, I thought honestly that it'd be a blessing in disguise, and would you know, galvanise a team like okay, we really need to show who we are. I wanted Pochettino to play Dyer, give us some stability and some protection in front of the defence, which he did. Uh, but it honestly it wouldn't have mattered if we'd have played eleven Harry Kane's out there. It wouldn't have made a Blind bit of difference. Uh, the, the desire wasn't there. Brighton were first to absolutely everything all game. Uh, the desire was there. Commitment was there. Effort was there. We had none of that. So, first off, I should say, well done to Brighton. They deserved everything they got there. It, could, it was three. It could have been seven. But fair play to them. But they, they wanted it more. And they got what they deserved. We got what we deserved, which was a thumping again. Uh, It's very odd for a Pochettino Tottenham team to show no desire. So I have no idea what has happened here. Like For five, six years he's been there. And you can see the players are fighting for him. And playing for him. And today there was none of that at all. Not... I'll let Kane off just because he had no service. And and to be quite frank, after the game, I was tweeting things, and I honestly mean this as well, that apart from Kane, Son, Morva and Winks, who, who who show effort, the rest of them, if they're all sold tomorrow, I wouldn't be upset. But just those four show desire and willing for the shirt and for the manager. The others... Certainly on today's performance, some people didn't get on, so I suppose it's slightly harsh on them, but they haven't done much all season. Uh, and inevitably, when her players don't play for the manager, there's only one way it goes, and that's the manager gets fired or he walks away. Now, I don't want Pochettino to walk away. I know there'll be plenty of people who say, well, he can't get them fighting for him, so he's lost the dressing room, so he needs to go, but... You know, it's always the way the players get off scot-free and they get the manager to sack by throwing him under the bus. And that's what I think has happened here for some reason. I mean, after the Southampton game, you know, 10 men fighting, you know, it looked like a team that was galvanised and was together. And then in the space of two games, like a week, it's all gone out the window. I, I don't understand. Honestly don't understand. And it's just, you know... 
Today was the first time that I've ever seen Tottenham in recent memory where I've thought they're not playing for the manager, they're not even trying. And to be honest, players who get paid millions of pounds a year, well, not trying is just unacceptable. I've got... I don't particularly like Chelsea, but when they weren't playing for Mourinho, and I don't like Man United, but when they weren't playing for Mourinho, Van Gaal, Moyes, it, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And it's, they should be ashamed of themselves. Like, you know, I'm terrible at football. Like People who know me know I'm terrible. My second touch is a tackle. But the one thing anybody, regardless of their skill level, can do is show a bit of effort. And to not do that is just disgraceful. And like I say, they throw the manager under the bus. So, and, and Pochettino's had two apparent crisis talks this, this season. And it's come down to this where it doesn't seem to have worked because they're not even paying attention. Uh, so I, I honestly don't know where we go. Honestly don't know where we go from here. If, if the, you know... Alex Ferguson was master. If players didn't want to play or they pissed him off or, or, or whatever, he got them out of the door. But the, he had the benefit of being able to do that all year round. Now with this January transfer window, Pochettino's got these, these arseholes who don't want to play for him and show any effort for another three months. And he has to keep with them. He has to keep them in the squad. So he can't do anything about it. Like Levy, Levy, I put some blame on his door. I think in 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 the summer, Pochettino obviously wanted Rose, Wanyama, Orvier gone, and I think Levy wants top dollar all the time, and then you just get out prices people, and then they stayed, and then Pochettino is forced to play him. Uh, so I think he has to shoulder some of that responsibility, you know. You either want to get rid of him or you don't. You you either want the manager to manage the players he wants or you want to buy the players for the manager. Then you can't hold him accountable when those players aren't performing because they're not the managers he wants. But it doesn't work that way in football, I guess. But to not try, to not put effort in, certainly for fans who have travelled down to Brighton, however long that takes, it's just unacceptable. If they're not going to try, they should be refunding everybody who's travelled down there, everyone who's bought a ticket, everyone who's bought a season ticket, bought a shirt, whatever, because it's absolutely unacceptable. Uh, Kane, more of a son, winks. I'll leave them out of it, because they do put effort in. And, you know, Eric Dyer was unfit, and he gave the ball away pretty much every time he had the ball in the first half. That's lack of fitness and just lack of concentration and maybe lack of ability, but... Even he, there's no closing down on anything, and and that was kind of our 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 thing a few years ago, closing people down as a team, and that wasn't even there today, wasn't there at all. The the game was an absolute shambles from start to finish. You you come off a seven two hiding, which has been coming, but you come off a seven two hiding. The next game you play, what you want is your experienced players to show cool heads. You know, don't give anything away in the first couple of minutes, and then the first goal that goes in after two minutes, like, just sums up this game in a nutshell. And like, I would like to say, like, I hope Loris, who's quite clearly, I think, broken his arm. I hope he's okay, and and you know, recovers well, and there's not too lasting damage. But he shouldn't be playing for us again. Quite frankly, he's made too many mistakes. He made 
God knows how many, probably near a dozen last season, which cost us points. So I said last last year's summer, get rid of him, get no, another one in. Made one against uh, Southampton, which was just horrendous. And then this one is the final straw for me. Uh, I know he's broken his arm and really shouldn't be having a go at him, I guess, because uh, he's broken his arm. But so, like I say, I hope the, there were people on Twitter saying, oh, good, which is completely unacceptable. The guy's broken his arm, show a bit of like compassion. Like, he doesn't hasn't done this on purpose. but So I hope he gets better and I hope he's all right. But he shouldn't be playing for us again, we should sell him. Uh, you certainly shouldn't be the captain anymore, give that to Harry. Or Winks or Sun or more of a someone who actually gives a shit about playing for the shirt and playing for the manager. But you know. But yeah, you you want your players to show like he's he's won a World Cup for fuck's sake. Like he should know better. Like it's it's just I've got a friend who's a goalkeeper and even he would tip that over the bar. He wouldn't try and catch that if he knew he was falling. And you know, he used to like me pay five pounds to play, not get paid like fifty grand, sixty grand a week. Unbelievable, like at this level, and then it just sets a tone for the whole game. Sets Brighton on the front foot, us on the back foot, and then it just went from bad to worse. And then Connolly, who 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 was superb, I have to say, but like, you know, his first goal, he's got across the defender there, Davies, because whoever was in front of him, either Alderweireld or Vertonghen, isn't looking or seeing where he is, and then Davies isn't telling him to get back. And he's first to the ball. He wanted it more. And then he's first to the second ball. He wanted it more. And there were so many times like that in the first half and second half. But you've got to show desire in these things. Even the teams near the bottom, if you if you don't show desire, they're good enough to beat you. Like, you earn every result that you get. It's not a, well, they're, 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 they're near the bottom. We're better than them. We'll turn up. We'll win. It's never like that. At all, not even like that in the FA Cup against lower league, like we showed against Colchester. You've got to put effort in, and there was none of it. They they could have had four or five in that first half, right? And we had Christian Eriksen had a shot straight at the keeper from thirty yards after twenty six minutes. That was our first effort on goal. Unbelievable, unbelievable. First effort on goal, and uh, when we should be galvanising, like this is who we are. Uh, my my friend actually said as well that maybe he should have been picking the same team that played Bayern Munich to say, you know, show me that was a blip. Which, looking back on this, probably wouldn't have been a bad idea. But then I th- I don't think it would have made a blind bit of difference apart from the fact that we'd have been even more open in midfield and probably would have conceded more. Uh, and then the third goal... Good finish again, but too fucking easy. Like they're allowed to run and turn in the middle of midfield at will. You you can't be doing that. You've got to close these people down, close them down. But they didn't. They just let them run and just let them do what they wanted. I mean, I, I'm really worried in in two games time, two Premier League games time when you know they might as well ch- change that from Anfield to Twickenham because it's going to be a rugby score if we keep playing like this. Really is, unless Liverpool are feeling kind and when it gets to five, they say, OK, we'll take the five nil. But I can't see, you know, I've tried to be positive all of this week and all of this season, but after that, it's very difficult. Because if they're not going to play for the manager and play for the team against the top teams like a Liverpool, it's, it's not going to end well, is it?
Sissoko, I'm pretty sure, should have given away a penalty. That's the second game in two, second time in two games with those in the first one against Bayern. Like, should have given away a penalty. Sissoko, this time for just a blatant push. Absolutely stupid. As well on Sissoko as well. I know he's playing in a different position, but like he's still got the same brain, allegedly. Like Straight after the first goal, that the guy is on the near the byline going away from goal and he pushes him again. Give him a, a straight free kick. Like What are you doing? You've got to be sensible. I know footballers don't seem to be because they are morons these days. But my God. But... And as much as people will blame Pochettino, he can't legislate. He doesn't tell Loris to just drop the ball on the striker's head. Loris should know better there. And second goal, Gazaniga. I know it's come at him quick, but like these goalkeepers have super fast reactions. We're supposed to. He's put that straight into the middle again. Ben Davis slow to react. All the defence slow to react. But Gazaniga, I think, should be pushing that out wide. At least then the striker's got to try and do something. And in the time he takes to get him to the ball, Gazanin can cover his near post. Couldn't do anything for the third. But I know we had a few chances afterwards, but I mean, it, we could have played that game for 90 minutes with no desire. We didn't deserve any goals there, and that's exactly what we got. We could have played that for 90 minutes and we wouldn't have got anywhere. Uh, it's just. Uh, I'm getting angry again talking about it so it's, it's going to be a bit of a short podcast I think this one this episode otherwise it'll just turn into an angry van again uh, which it would have done if I'd have done this on the Saturday uh, I said after the Bayern game I thought lessons would be learned and it doesn't seem to have learned any less had any lessons learned like you know 50-50s the the buying game, the first half an hour, the fifty fifties we were competing with. This game we weren't competing at all. It was just walking around, ambling around, jogging to the ball with Brighton, steaming to the ball and getting the fifty fifties. which is what you've got to do. You've got to compete. We weren't doing that at all. We were just pissing about, not even trying. And and that is just criminal. Uh, but absolutely unacceptable. There's so much space in the middle of midfield for Brighton to turn, run with the ball, pick out passes, do what they want. Same as Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich, Oreo on the right was always outnumbered two on one. That didn't happen at least, so that lesson was learned. But then there's still no people tracking back the, the, the wide players in front. Whether that's Pochettino telling them to do that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I can't imagine he's telling people not to track back. I just can't imagine that. But again, it's just the desire that I honestly cannot believe. I know it happens because it happened with Chelsea and Man United twice. Honestly, I cannot believe like footballers who just don't try. Like Joe Cole said it in, in commentary. He's a footballer at heart and it just angers him with people not trying. But I mean, whether he was part of a team that didn't try once or not, I don't know. But like, he's right. It's just unacceptable you're professionals you try you put effort in you know you're professionals it's just so unprofessional like if I did that in my job didn't bother trying just sat there on the phone you know phone calls come in I ignore them you know I'd be fired like but players seem to have this you know immortality about them they can throw the manager under the bus get the manager fired and then you know it's all fine it's Absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, 
Yeah. Honestly, I'm almost speechless with how bad it was. And I usually have a lot to say when it comes to football. And that's why I, that's why I started this podcast, because I have a lot to say. But like, I'm just honestly speechless. I never thought like a Pochettino team would just not fight for the manager. And, and this is pointing out as well that he's put a lot of these players on the bloody map. Like, you know, a lot of these players, who the fuck were they before he turned up and, and you know, turned us into, like, title challenges and Champions League regulars. Most of them are fucking nobodies. And now they're, now they're somebody who's got big heads or whatever, you know, want to leave, wanna, don't want to sign a contract, I'm better than the manager, the team, whatever, they don't want to play. Show some, show some respect to the guy who got you to this position where you can, you know, Ericsson could be playing for Real Madrid in a year, you know. He's helped get you there. And now you don't want to play for him. Like I say, Kane, Son, Mora, Winks, I'll, I'll exempt them from this. Although Kane ain't going to be staying much longer with this, you know. And that's another worry. Like, I, I, you know, looks to me as well, we've been so close to winning trophies the last five years, haven't quite got there. And now it looks like it's all going to peter out and come crashing down. And, and you know... I think maybe not signing anyone last year has meant it's been a stale squad for two seasons, two years. Maybe some of them got bored, like there was no competition and stuff like that, which you need to freshen up. But did we want the stadium or did we not? Did we get the stadium because it's money or did we not? Or did we want it just to have a better atmosphere? I think that part is a bit both because it will generate more revenue and it allows more people to go to the games and it is a better atmosphere it is louder I'm not sure if it's a better atmosphere than the old White Hart Lane but certainly than Wembley but it is louder than the old White Hart Lane but honestly like again speechless again you know could be a very boring probably probably already is but you know even more so with me just literally not saying anything for five seconds although with my monotone alan smith-esque voice that might be what just what people want um but you know i, th- I think possibly not signing anyone certainly not getting rid of the players at pochettino seemingly wanted to get rid of like levy's just got to get rid of them yeah, forget about the money if you lose five million here five million there just get rid of the dead wood but what we need is a massive Ferguson-style clear-out. But like I say, we can't do that until January, at least. At least. So we're stuck with these players who seemingly don't want to play for the team, play for the manager, play for the shirt, play for the fans, for another three months. And and I, I honestly cannot see Pochettino last in three months if the players have down tools and not playing for him. If we're losing every game and we're going to slip down and down the table... And it, I mean, getting relegated would be unthinkable. And my life, a lot of people's lives, the Spurs fans, wouldn't be worth living the amount of mocking that we'd get. But, like, you know, West Ham showed when they had Joe Cole, Fernand, Lampard, Defoe. You're never too good to go down. And, and honestly, someone's got to shove a rocket up their arse and tell them to buck the fuck up, play for the team, play for the shirt, play for the fans and play for the fucking manager who's, who's put you where you are now. But I, I mean, is it an international break next or have we got Watford in a week and then an international break? I think it's 
I think it's the first part, so two weeks off. So it could be a good thing. We've had a bad time recently. They'll go away with their countries, who, who generally most of them win, so it could be a good thing they come back in a better frame of mind. And then we go at home against Watford, and then we've got the, the rugby match at Anfield. But I don't know if they're not... Well, the title of this is where do we go from here? But you know, it, it it's pretty much a rhetorical question. Anyone on Twitter, C Phillips two five one zero, who wants to get in touch and answer it for me, because I have no fucking idea. I have no clue. But what I would say, like I've said before, is if the players don't play for the manager, generally it's the manager that goes. Whether whether he's fired, whether he goes, I can't be dealing with these tosses anymore. I'm leaving. Pochettino's regularly said he's not leaving and he's he's sticking with Tottenham and I hope that's true and I hope the players value that and Levy and and you know my friend also who who said we should have stuck with the same team against Bayern said give him a new contract Pochettino and then say to the players any of you don't like it January you can fuck off for your market value and you won't be playing again to be honest I I those players except the four that I've mentioned we stuck reserves in for those I wouldn't be too upset because at least you know we might not win but at least they'd put some effort in at least they'd put some desire and commitment in you know which is more than can be said for some of them today I mean that midfield was awful Winks came on and didn't really do much but he, he you know the closing down and everything like that has to be a team effort you can't do it yourself he does it he tries to do it himself tries to close down get skinned, whatever, or passed around in triangles, and then he's out of position, and the others aren't doing it either. So then we get carved open. But, yeah, where do we go from here? Like, this Watford game will show a lot of, of the players' mentality and where they are. Like Certainly if it's in two weeks after an international break. If, it, if they don't turn up there... Then we've got Liverpool, which at this moment in time, like I said, I've tried to be positive, but I just cannot see anything than the hammering from Liverpool. Sad as that is. Uh, I I think if we don't win the Watford game, I mean, we're like eighth or ninth now, aren't we? And then we could end up slipping even further. If we don't win that Watford game, we'll be in the bottom half and then Liverpool won't win that. And then even further down, and then it's what decision do you then make? Do you stick with the manager who the players quite clearly aren't playing for, or do you have a rocket up the players' arse and tell them to play for the manager and they can go in January? But at this Watford game, if we don't win that or don't show some desire there, I honestly fear for Pochettino either him being fired or walking away. And if if, if he walks away. Like my friend again said, he will win things away from Spurs. We won't. Like we need him more than he needs us. You know, he's turned us from Champions League nearlys to to Champions League regulars, and we've had a couple of title challenges and a Champions League final, a couple of League Cup final. You know, he'll do that somewhere else. And and believe you me, top clubs will want Pochettino, regardless of how this season is going at the moment. You look at Mourinho; he didn't really do much at Man United or Chelsea in his last season, but he still gets the top jobs because he's a top manager. Plays boring, he's not my cup of tea, but anyway, neither here nor there. But Pochettino will get a top job and he will then start winning stuff. Players who are actually possibly a bit better who want to play for him. 
and he'll be at a top, top club with better players anyway. He's had to build the, this team up and he's done a fantastic job and we can't afford to lose him. So the players have got to take a lot of responsibility in this Watford game, turn up, play for the manager, play for the shirt, play for the fans who give you shitloads of money each game and turn up. I don't think there's much more to say than that because I think it's fairly obvious to anyone who watched that what the issues were, which I think I've raised. Like, I think you can argue, oh, this player should have been there, this player should have been that, they should have done this, should have done that. But if the desire and the effort and playing for the manager isn't there, it's not going to make a difference because they're not going to do it anyway because they just don't give a shit, which, as I've said, is totally unacceptable, unprofessional. Just, I mean... Yeah. Just absolutely a travesty. Like when they get paid when they get paid the amount that they fucking do. But there's so many people who struggle to just put food on the table and houses above roofs above their head. And these players get paid an absolute fortune and most of them are fucking dog shit and don't deserve, shouldn't be millionaires. And then they just don't bother trying when they're in this privileged position. It's just a disgrace. You know. They should be ashamed of themselves tonight. Like going home, they, you know, when they brush their teeth or go to the toilet or whatever they do in their bathrooms just before bed, they should be taking a look at themselves in the fucking mirror and then just, you know, get some fucking pride. At the end of the day, as well, the professional footballer act like one. But I've tried to be positive on all of these podcasts at this end. This outro section but this time I, I honestly fucking can't honestly can't there's nothing positive to usually in a game win lose or draw you take something positive but there is nothing positive to come out of this Brighton game nothing for Tottenham and that's just I cannot you know believe that it's just an absolute disgrace and it's Pochettino who's going to suffer for that and it's not his fault yeah, maybe he's made some tactical errors and blah, blah, but, you know, that happens. Even Alex Ferguson made some tactical errors. But they've got to buck up, play for the fans, play for themselves, play for pride, play for the manager, play for the shirt in this Watford game and get something out of that game. And then hopefully with that pride and effort in the Liverpool game so we don't get an absolute walloping... Uh, I've ranted enough there. I'm getting a sore throat now. So we'll we'll leave it there. And then hopefully after this Watford game, I'll be a bit more cheery and a bit more optimistic. And then hopefully after the Liverpool game, we haven't, you know, got a hiding. And I could be a bit more cheerful again. But that remains to be seen. But after today's performance, I'm not looking forward to those games. And again, any comments, uh, questions, anything you want me to discuss, tweet me at cphillips2510 and I'll see if I can answer them or or give my opinion on them. Uh, Keep it clean, but obviously it's going to be pretty down in the dumps if anyone does. Anyway, until next time, come on you Spurs, show some guts and play for the manager and the team in the shirt and the fans. See you soon.